This is Trav Johnson with the Access the Story podcast, discovering more about faith formation, culture, and the story of God. You can follow us at accessthestory.com or you can follow me at travjohnson.com. So we are between, again, between retreats three and four with a Sherpa process. Welcome to Nate and Adrian. Again, thank Hello. you for it, Hello, it's, it, it inspires me. Well, it, it, it assures me that I have a great deal of confidence in coming <laughs> right. in these conversations with you guys around the table. Good, yeah. it really, yeah. it really We're is. Here to assure you, that's yes. right. <laughs> yes, we are assurers. Yes, you are. Yes. So, anyway, thank you. Welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, um, I would like us just to think about this idea of uh, well, get, get a little bit practical around uh, the formation plan stuff like next retreat yeah. um each of those who are participating in the in the sherpa process will have the amazing opportunity to yep. present some of what they've been preparing yep. um and i know that uh, you guys have had at least had a bit of a look at the, the process we've uh, we're taking folks through i've actually undergone the process myself personally but also for my ministry context um which has been super helpful um but it's not just about this particular process it's actually the concept of taking the time and investing some energy in uh, the idea of you know, personal formation, uh, team tribe formation, and neighbourhood formation. Yeah. Um, so both from what you've seen in front of you, but also your own um, experience over the years of doing things like this, mm-hmm. uh, when we talk about the value of it, what, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, I think for me it, it's absolutely invaluable and particularly at certain times throughout the year and I think this is one of them. So whether you do it towards the end of the year or whether you do it at the start of the year, if you don't take the time to really slow down, recalibrate, look at where I've come from, um, as we talked about in the last podcast, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you, the year starts up, you get on with all the stuff that you need to do, I'll get around to that at some point, but you don't. <laughs> so this stuff is absolutely crucial. And I think having it laid out the way that you have is really, really helpful yep. because it, it does touch on all the different questions from all sorts of different perspectives. Um, and realistically, I don't think it matters which resource that you use. I think it is just that process of saying, where have I come from? And that's a bigger question about where have I come from in terms of unpacking God's story and all the implications of that, but also where have I come from in the last six months, the last Mm -hmm. year, and what's going well, what's not, what are the things that I need to kind of think about, work through, Um, and then out of that, that brings a sense of clarity about, okay, well, what is in front of me and what do I need to prioritise around that? And so how do I now, again, put some blocks in place to make sure whatever I do, I've got to make sure that I create time for that and create space for that. So Mm. doing something like this, to me, is something that you have to do at least once a year. Mm. Um, But we've talked before about the importance of personal retreats, and so this is a part of the process for me on a regular basis every few months to just pull back from activity, recalibrate, and then lean back into saying, okay, what are the the goals that I'm going to set moving forward and what are the implications of those goals? Mm. Yeah, that's great. I think there's something like this that the challenge can be knowing what questions to ask, mm. and and so so I think with the Sherpa outline, there are good questions that encourage you to reflect, and and again, you can reflect deeply or just at a surface level, but I think having the right questions that enable you to dig deep, reflect, um, is really important. And the the process I've done a number of times, and I often do it when I'm when I'm speaking with youth leaders and things like that is reflecting on your faith journey and just kind of being able to articulate and write down 
um, you know, key God moments, key key people, key events in your life, whether it's the last 12 months or since you since you began to follow Christ. Again, that opportunity to reflect and get a sense of where you've come from, what's shaped you, uh, in order to then look to the future and with a sense of what God's done and what's happened in your life. Mm. So I think it's a, it's a really powerful opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, my next question is, is um, I guess I'd like to push into some tips for using the worksheets that are provided. So what I'm going to do, I didn't warn you about this, I'm going to flip this around and get you to ask me questions in regards to the, the process, the Sherpa formation plan process. So uh, just to summarise that, there's three parts to it. There's personal formation, team or tribe formation and neighbourhood formation. And with each of, the, each of those three, there's like a worksheet that um, firstly um, is kind of like a, a, a process for people to get, to, for them to think about their story um, and then uh, to translate that into a plan. So, uh, and when we talk about plan, we're talking about um, uh, folks articulating their story briefly uh, in light of the story, seeing themselves as, so there's identity, there's the identity piece. There's a purpose piece in light of who I'm becoming, the reason I exist is this. Um, priorities in light of my purpose in life, I choose to pursue these things first. And then uh, we try and get uh, super super tangible, I suppose, where we talk about faith goals. So in one month or in six months or in, or in two years, we um, by faith we see these things. Um, with spiritual discipline, there's one month, six months, two years, some rhythms perhaps we build in in order to see those faith goals come into fruition. Mm. And so that's the, you know, I, I guess there's some intent to start with, you know, the, the general and the, like the, often when we talk about story, it begins with like a whole lot of you know information that's hard to process. Yeah. Um, but the idea is to try and funnel that down uh, and allow the story to inform um, the, the, the I guess the outcomes or the priorities that we're um, seeking to pursue. So um, yeah, that's a that's a process. So yeah, Trav, I've got a question. Thanks, so uh, yeah. what are some tips that you would give <laughs> on how to use this excellent formation sheet that uh, we have in front of us? Uh, so I would, for me, I needed to start it. That was the that was a big thing. It's a good yeah. tip. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think a part of it is the is the decision of actually going. Um, I need to. I need to give myself some time, permission to to do this. Um, mm. uh, I, there's a couple of books I was reading that uh, talked in terms that, that were um, uh, specific and significant for me personally. I think informed some of my thinking, and so the the formation plan process actually gave me a grid to um, you know, to to journal some of that stuff out. So that would be, yeah. So thanks for that general question. You're very welcome. Yeah, yes, good. that's an excellent answer. Thanks. So, yeah, and I I would agree with you 100 that. I I think that is the biggest challenge is just yeah. making some time for it. And I think it's good to acknowledge that there are seasons in our lives where we go through like I really need to do a deep dive yeah. on this stuff and yeah. I really mm. and so I would argue that particularly if you've been in a ministry context for a couple of years, yeah. there's probably an opportunity, five years, yeah. coming up to ten years. Those are generally sometimes when you yeah. really want to go deep and say, okay, what is going on and how do you recalibrate around that stuff? But as we've also talked about, I think even just doing a quicker version of this stuff mm. um, on a regular basis um, mm. at the start of the year and in the middle of the year are yep. uh, really, really helpful. But yeah. it is uh, it's just make some time to yep. do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Travis, you went through this process. Was Did anything emerge that surprised you? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think did anything emerge that surprised me? Um, I, I think that... 
uh, it surprised me how difficult it was to um, to talk about um, the <laughs> the value that I bring uh, to my context. So that was okay. a, for me, actually that was a discipleship issue for me, like um, yeah. being bold enough to go. Uh, these are the things about who I am that have been. Um, like a massive factor in in how you know, access to story does what it does, yeah. uh, and um, the discipline of actually writing that down. Um, so I've used it for so my identity but personally. I've used the term I'm a practical innovator, um, and I've said who has survived both the function and dysfunction of numerous church you know, mm. examples. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, but I still long to see a new generation engaged in God's story. And so for me to write that yeah. down was actually really difficult, um, but it was so important because um, I can, I feel, for me, I feel, it's. so I guess it has, it's, uh, it's been a surprise to me to feel a sense of um, uh, confidence in the fact mm. that, I, well, I, I've named who I am. There's probably more to who I am than just yeah. this, but I've named that, that, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So that's, that was a surprise. How difficult that was for me to do, but also to look mm. back, how important it was. Yeah. Did you do it all at once, or did you kind yeah. of come back to it? Or yeah. yeah. So uh, I um, actually scheduled. Th- um, I'd say three. I didn't schedule it out. I, I did it as a f- I, so. Uh, this this last term has been one of uh, I've had an opportunity to reevaluate, and so it's been periodically over those uh, over those weeks. Um, and it was once a week for three weeks uh, that I sat down with with a worksheet and a formation plan. Uh, so the first week it was personal, um, and then I let that sit for a week, and then I looked at the more the organisational piece. Um, and so and that was um, uh, that was access to story, talk about team or tribe. Um, uh, we. Um, uh, what have I? What have so? So that was a, that was the next week. Spent half a day in it. Let that sit. And in mm. the third week, I, I thought about what's our neighbourhood. And 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 our neighbourhood was a bit of a weird one because um, our um, our desire is to see uh, change in Christian communities and how they do learning spaces and discipleship and things like that. Mm. And so my my neighbourhood was you know, Christian communities across the across the country. Uh, so it was mm. it was helpful to to think about that. But yeah, so it was a, it was a bit of a, a drip feed. Process. Process um, and um, it was and it was then and what I did then was I it didn't necessarily change everything but it certainly refined some of my strategic plan language so I, I tend to come back to my strategic plan consistently because it keeps me sane um, and um, some of the information that I um, that I wrote down has informed the, the language. Um, change some of the priority stuff um, yeah so there's and that's probably what wasn't a surprise there was some uh, core values that I'd named already that okay these continue to be you know the right you know th- this is who we are as an organization um, but uh, the, the the reality of what our team looks like now that shifted some of the priority stuff so um, yeah that's a long answer to your question but it was like one week I do half a day here mm. um, and so I didn't feel the pressure of getting it all done yeah. um, because some, some of it was hard it was actually it was hard work um, but mm. uh, once I'd done it I thought that's really helpful and I've, mm. uh, with each of those I've put them and this is me being a bit of a nerd but I've put the, all, the, <laughs> all the language into like a Prezi file so I go back to that and kind of so Prezi's like a presentation thing Prezi.com um, and so uh, so I go back to those uh, just to revisit those just to remind myself okay this is what I meant with that or um, um, or, yeah, so it's almost like a self-coaching thing too. Mm. So yeah, 
Yeah, it's good. And I think it's good to recognise that it's not about I need to put a week aside yeah. to do this work. Yeah. In yeah. actual fact, it probably is better to do it for an hour or two hours yes. and then leave it and come yeah. back to it a week later yeah. or whatever else. Yeah. So I think that's a good reminder because, again, we can feel intimidated about where on earth am I going to find the time to be yeah. able to do all of this. Yeah. Um, but when you put that in perspective and say, can I really afford not to spend two hours mm. in the context of a whole year mm. to do this work, mm. it kind of helps to say, yeah, yeah, got to make some time. Yeah. Yeah. And that this is a, it's a tool that you can you can use really well or use very superficially as well. Mm. And you've modelled what it is to actually dig into it and let it really be impactful, mm. which is great. Mm. One question: uh, How much of it do you feel like is okay? I did it, and so that's now set in stone. And how much of it is work in progress? What really interested me was in order for me to do the ne- over those three weeks, in order for me to do the next part, I needed to go back. Uh, to the first part, and there were things that I changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were things mm-hmm. that I, I think, I, I think, really think I meant that when I when I wrote that down. Or mm-hmm. that's a bit bit harsh, uh, you know. So you know, I have a tendency to think that the world's going to end <laughs> in, the, in the first view, and then I kind of go, oh, actually, that's not that's not fair. Mm-hmm. And so, so there is a sense where it's, um, you know, uh, yeah, it, it develops, uh, it evolves, um, and uh, and it doesn't. Um, uh, and this is what I like about this this process as as well. When we talk about story formation, we're recognising that God's always speaking into our story. There's also always this growth. There's a dynamic to it. Um, and even uh, people talk about core values. And in the past, I've heard people talk about values where well, your values never change. Well, there's a sense where that's true, but it's also true that your values of who you are are informed by your story. And there's a dynamic to that. So it is, uh, you know, and perhaps the the priorities would change more than the values. Or the or the identity mm. stuff, um, but um, but I think there is a dynamic to it, um, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so because yeah. I think that's really really important to name because particularly for people who are more perfectionists, yeah. Yeah. there can be a tendency to say again I'm going to put this off because I've got to be in the exact right zone and yeah. the right headspace yeah. in order to do this properly because yeah. I'm only going to do it once and whatever. Mm. So being able to recognise no, this is just sort of like a snapshot, yeah. just this moment right now. Yeah. These are the things that are true. And this yeah. is what I'm sensing, yeah. but that's the ongoing process of action reflection and saying so now I put. Some of that into practice but I'm going to come back to it and I'm going to keep looking at it relieves the pressure of this has to be a perfect document yep. by the time I'm finished it it, allow, mm. it allows for the reality of seasons mm. in our in our ministry context as well um, and, and and even that sense of calling it might be true for a season but my perspective is calling can uh, develop over time and it can shift mm. um, and I, I, I think if we don't provide ourselves a space to do this kind of exercise uh, then it's hard for us to identify yep. that shift and that shaping yeah that's yeah. good yeah. Uh, that's good I'm really looking forward to um, I guess hearing from others uh, regarding this and we'll be getting, yeah. getting to do that uh, in, the, in the final retreat is there something that you guys are looking forward to as we uh, I guess round uh, Sherpa Sherpa out uh, in, our, in our final retreat are you hearing some of the the specific issues in different ministry contexts from those that have been involved in Sherpa in the next retreat and, and kind of uh, not about getting personal, but kind of digging into some very specific issues mm. that uh, that they are facing or dealing with or have questions about in, in their own context and ministry. Mm. Looking forward to kind of going, what, what are they? How do we come around you, support you? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's always just massively encouraging to hear stories where God's at work in people's lives and that will come through 100% from everyone's story is that 
God's been up to something yeah. and something's been going on. So there's a sense of encouraging each other around that that I think comes out of times of sharing what we've been processing. Um, but also there is, without exception, clarity that comes from that about what the next season looks yeah. like. Yeah. And that always brings a sense of excitement mm. as we get to that point of kind of the lights going on and saying, I can actually see what next year's about or the next six months is about or whatever. So I think being able to see those things is something that is just gold and super, super encouraging. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're doing uh, Sherpa, you're actually partway through Sherpa, we look forward to hearing from you uh, when you think through your own formation plans and just presenting part of that. Uh, in the meantime, again, thanks, Nate and Adrian, for chatting with us. That's been great. You've been with Trav Johnson on the Access to Story podcast, discovering more about faith formation, culture, and the story of God. Remember, follow us on accessthestory.com, or you can catch up with me on travjohnson.com.